came, it's time now to put a spotlight here, and that is on PayPal. The payments company reports its earnings this afternoon. To give us a preview is Andrew Bach, Director and Senior Research Analyst with Nico Securities America. Thank you so much for being with us. So this one you have an underperform on PayPal. So fundamentally, um, it doesn't compare to some of the peers that you're going to tell us about in a moment, but let's focus on PayPal. You're concerned about all the risks it faces. Yeah, Nicole, I mean, thanks for having me on. I mean, PayPal has really gone through some some real challenging quarters over the last, you know, call it two. And this is a name that, that over the last, call it five to 10 years, has really carried the torch on digital payments. However, it seems that when the COVID pandemic happened, you know, the, some of the secular trends that they saw coming through the pike, they kind of extrapolated as, as more long-term and, and durable. However, we think that it was more kind of a short-lived sugar high and really haven't seen that play out to, you know, material share gains in the digital payments market. And, you know, looking so, forward, you have, CF, mm -hmm. oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I thought you were done. So they haven't gotten the share gain that you thought maybe they would. I mean, they, had, they started off as the real leader, but they have a lot of competition. So going forward. Yeah, going forward, I think the outlook is even more uncertain. We're, the, the company actually just announced that CFO John Rainey was going to be leaving the company to join Walmart. And while that's not too uncommon in this type of a space, the company didn't reiterate its 2022 guidance. So looking at tonight, we kind of anticipate that earnings could be coming down for 2022. And longer term, we think that the 20% organic revenue CAGR that they outlined at their investor day last year could also be at risk. So there's multiple things that are, are, are working against them at this time. Right, right. And I mean, just the big picture, you talked about rising rates and inflation and the war and all these things that probably could maybe spook the whole group. But the other names you have outperforms on, such as Square, um, Toast, Bill.com. Tell me, is there a theme that those companies are doing right or is each one a specific story? I would say that those names are, are, are really pretty sound fundamentally. One thing that in kind of taking it back to PayPal is that, you know, all these names have kind of been sold off pretty indiscriminately. I mean, PayPal's off 65, 70% off the highs. Square's off a similar amount. Toast is, is you know, basically half from where it was at its IPO in October. However, those names, Lock, Toast, and, and Bill.com in particular, really haven't shown any real cracks in, in the armor from you know, the impact from macro rates, inflation, and those types of dynamics. So when you get that kind of a dislocation from the fundamental to the actual trading action, we think there's a real opportunity that kind of presents itself for investors who are bullish on, you know, the longer term stories of those more insulated names. So names like, a name like Block, you have a, a price target of 160 here. Um, it certainly mm -hmm. has had a lot of positive comments. The Cash App has seemed to grab a lot of attention. So. You know, it was great that it pulled back um, along with the market itself. So your thoughts on where, why this can head up from 100 bucks up to where you say 160. Yeah, I mean, I think that Square actually in, in Block really kind of trades in line with a lot of PayPal. So when PayPal started selling off, people kind of sell Block in the, kind of, in the same type of baskets, right? However, Block really has a lot of things going forward over the next year, be it, you know, a continued reopening um, of the economy, broadly speaking, you know, you're, we're seeing positive trends on travel, which, you know, think about restaurants and coffee shops are 
kind of second second derivative beneficiaries from that travel trend, meaning like you're not going to be at home, so you're obviously going out to eat. And in addition, one of the biggest catalysts in our view over the next couple quarters will be Cash App's uh, rolling out of their tax preparation product. And as a reminder, they got this asset through into its acquisition of Credit Karma. However, in, in conjunction with that acquisition, the company was required to spin off the tax prep because of the overlap with TurboTax. However, if you think about all these, these potential users that they can monetize in the Cash App ecosystem and all the refunds that could potentially be brought in, I mean, that's a lot of influx of incremental dollars that can be put through crypto, the cash card, uh, stock trading and investing, or just general P2P. I also wanted to ask you um, about the other names on your list that you cover, right? Because there's a slew yeah. of names here and some of them are smaller, some of them people know well, like I see, I just quickly yeah. popped in Shopify and I see it at a new 52 week low. Tell me about some of the other yeah. names that you cover. Is there like an underlying name, maybe a smaller one you might be excited about or the opposite? Yeah. Yeah, so a couple of weeks ago, we recently launched on Flywire, which has through its three verticals, be it education payments, healthcare, travel, and to a certain extent, B2B, is really one of those names that's kind of less cyclically exposed than a name of like a PayPal that is directly tied to consumer spending. And over the last couple of years, we've seen a real drawback in international students, which Flywire is really makes their differentiation on. So we look at the year ahead. I mean, this is a 35 to 40% grower that's trading at a reasonable multiple being in like the mid twenties on a gross profit basis for 2023. And so when you layer in those things where you have confidence that numbers are clearly coming up, those are the types of names that we really think investors could be exposed to. There's other names in our yeah. coverage as well that, that also fit that kind of same theme, be it like a bill.com. Bill.com reported one of the best quarters we've ever seen last quarter, be it 75% organic growth and accelerating. Plus, not to mention, they announced two new partnerships with Bank of America, where Bank of America small businesses will be pushing the Bill.com product, in addition to CPA.com, which is the number one technology back office advisory service for accountants across America. So they have a built-in go-to-market channel to be able to push Divi and core Bill.com to a lot of its, its, its uh, consumer base. It's definitely one of the most expensive names in our coverage, but um, things are uh, expensive for a reason. Yeah, and I saw you have an outperforming a 290 target on that one. Andrew, thank you. Nice to see you. Appreciate a good preview there of PayPal for us too. Andrew Bach, Nico Securities America. Thank you.